Hello and welcome to another episode of Who's He, the Doctor Who podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And on uh, this week's episode, uh, yet another belated review of uh, Torchwood, um, this time episode two. So, uh, Children of Earth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, we're doing a retrospective instead. <laughs> we just got round to it now. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, so um, obviously a second podcast of the week, following on from uh, the weekend's audio commentary, um, which I rather enjoyed doing, actually. Don't it yourself, Paul? Yes. Yes, it was rather good. Um, apart from the the hangover the next day. Oh, it's fine. Yeah, I, I don't know why. I had a terrible hangover the next day. I was a thumping head out. I just couldn't get rid of it. But again, I, I blame Tony. Yes. Yes. What you, what you people don't realise at home that we were drinking all the way through. Um, <laughs> I think they. I think they might have done. Yeah. <laughs> no, but we we kicked off with a with a what, what percentage was it? Nine point five percent. Yeah. Um, alcohol beverage. So um, yeah, it was rather a strong beer to kick the evening off with, and that sort of set the tone after that, really, didn't it? So <laughs> yeah, so I suffered the next day. But there you go. So this one, this one is alcohol-free, this, this uh, particular podcast, so you can... Uh... I speak for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just sitting here with a nice cooling glass of water. Ah, oh, there you go. And an ice pack stood on your head. Yes. <laughs> it's old age, I'm telling you. I can't do it anymore. I like to think I can, but I can't. So there it is. Anyway, um, anyway, Doctor Who, that's what we're here about. Um yes. Yeah, so we'll or Torchwood, kick, or sure. Torchwood where, where, where was on the telly, really. Um, we'll kick off, um, I think, with some... Let's do some Doctor Who news, shall we? Um, and I suppose the the big one is that BBC America have confirmed that Doctor Who will uh, return to, well, at least to their channel, on Saturday the 27th of August, mm. um, with the opening episode, Let's Kill Hitler. Um you just like saying, don't you? I just, I just love saying, let's kill Hitler. Such I'm a... so disappointed when you've had that, that episode's actually out of the way. <laughs> I, do, I would just keep dropping in those words, let's kill Hitler, in every single podcast. I'm going to reference it to every other episode. I will do, yeah. It's, <laughs> the episode was good, but not as good as let's kill Hitler. <laughs> no, it was, um, as usual, it's the, the uh, BBC in the UK haven't confirmed or denied anything. No. At the moment, so they appear to be playing the Torchwood game with air dates, don't they? But you, you could suspect they've got more control over when BBC America's showing it. So mm. well, you, you, would, believe, you would hope, wouldn't you? You, you would can't hope. believe that they're going to allow anybody to show it in the world first. Well. Ahead of them. We and thought, the we thought that about... allow them to show it at six and BBC mm. America to show it in the evening as well. Yeah, I think... Um, but I think everyone thought the same thing about Torchwood as well. I really hope... They yeah, then, uh, then, then there was the thing about stars putting in the money there, where that yeah. obviously isn't happening with Doctor. Well, I know well, BBC America did sort of put some money into it, didn't they? Um, I think for the, at least the opening two episodes. Yeah, but I just don't see... I mean, they haven't... They didn't show any of the... No, I... I part one of six, did they? No, nah, that's it. I, I, I hope they uh, stick to that arrangement. I really do. Actually, I wouldn't mind if they didn't, because it's a, uh, we've been discussing just before... We started this. It's it's probably the worst weekend that could have happened for us, isn't it? As far as it is, yeah. Um, well, what's I think? Podcasts. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're not too sure we're going to do this because as soon as um, the next episode of Doctor Who airs, which we're now believed to be Saturday, twenty sixth of August, um, 
I'm going to be away. And then the following weekend, when episode two airs, Paul will be away. Yeah, I think there's only a couple of days when we're actually going to be both... Both around to record anything. Yeah. So, yeah, so we... In about three-week period. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, and, of course, now this means an overlap with Torchwood. Yeah. As well. Um, this is going to set us back even further. So we'll, we'll be way behind on Torchwood um, reviews and also be on Doctor Who reviews. So it just couldn't have happened at the worst time. Um, but, again, it also does... Um, sort of blow the theory out of the water that Doctor Who will be shown in the Dark Evenings again. Yeah. Um, no, it'll be finished by beginning of October, won't it? Yeah. Um, well, the evenings aren't that dark then, are they? No. And they're certainly not cold. Well, I don't know. <laughs> oh, not, not in this country. Come November, you're still walking around in, in bloody T-shirts, aren't you? Are you? <laughs> I am. <laughs> Okay, I remember that. I don't, I don't. I don't expect to see you wearing anything but a t-shirt until the beginning of December. <laughs> Actually, I'll rephrase that. <laughs> I prefer you to be wearing some clothes other than a t-shirt, but just not, oh, okay. not a jumper or anything. <laughs> yeah, I was say, any clothes apart from a t-shirt, a jumper and a thick coat would do there, would it? <laughs> oh dear. So anyway, um, obviously with. Um, this news is well, not actually sort of what sort of came around about the same day. A lot of um, series six point two promotion um, started, so there's um, a, a full trailer available. Yeah. Um, to, to have a look at it, prem- actually premiered at the um, the San Diego Comic Con. Um, well, there's been actually it's been a quite a bit of because um, they've had a Torchwood panel there. They've had a um, I think Matt Smith and Karen Gillan have been there. Um, I've got to be honest, I haven't really followed it. That closely, no, it's been a bit of a. That's because you couldn't go. I'd, I would love to go to one of those things, but I, I, I think the, um, I think they're the sort of ones to go to the one in the states. I think the ones sort of over yeah. here sort of sort of pale into insignificance, really, don't they? You don't get the big. I'm not aware of there being any sort of big panels there, but the London Comic Con. I think uh, Karen Gillan was there, wasn't she? Hmm. As far as I'm aware, but the, uh, sort of the, the rest of the. The Doctor Who crew are sort of noticeable by their absence. So uh, it always yes. depends, of course, as when these things, how these things fit in with filming as well, isn't it? Really? Yeah, that's it. Um, just, well, I was going to say the the, um, the other thing about this the trailer as well. It does sort of um, give away quite a bit of uh, returning um, characters. Yes. Into the second, which are, again, if people are avoiding uh, watching the trailer, we won't go into any detail on here. Um, but there was uh, there was one recurring sort of character I was quite surprised to see again quite so soon. Yes. Um, yeah, that's all I'm going to say really about that. I was I was quite surprised. Yeah, if it's the same as I'm thinking of, yeah. Yeah. Perhaps, uh... So uh, yeah, well we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that for the time being. Um, also, the other um, sort of news to do with. Um, Doctor Who was um, Karen Gillan um, has told uh, the website uh, Zap to it um, that she's staying with Doctor Who for this foreseeable future. Um, but whether that's for a complete run of fourteen episodes, yeah, yeah, I think her exact words. She just says she's she's part of Series Seven, doesn't she, or something? I think so. Yeah, um, which doesn't 
commit her one way or the other, other than she will make an appearance at some point. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's a bit of a strange statement. Um, maybe it gives away a little bit too much what's going to happen at the end of this series. Who knows? I don't know. It's it's just speculation again, isn't it? Yeah. They're obviously told to be as cryptic as possible when they're answering questions. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, Yeah, so there we go. That's the... uh, That's all the Doctor Who news. There's only one brief bit of um, sort of Torchwood news. So Actually, no, to the light, there is some more Doctor Who news. There's been some um, sort of little teaser um, stuff released for... The Toby, I think it's a Toby Whithouse episode, The God Complex. Yeah. Um, which apparently is the one that's got David Walliams in it. Yeah. So I, so I understand. Um, which I'm a little bit dubious about. David, David Walliams, to be honest. Uh, there you go. It depends on. You've just got this Peter K image, haven't you? I mind? have. Yeah, because every everything that. Um, <laughs> As I say, David Williams has quite a got he's got quite a distinctive voice. Yeah. Um and any character he does, you watch him in Little Britain, it's very, very difficult to disguise that voice. So I think at the at the moment all I can picture in my mind's eye, all, all I'm gonna hear is David Williams doing Little Britain. That's it really. Um which which for me did wear out its welcome quite quickly. But we'll see. He could be a total revelation. Hmm. You never know. Um, again, it doesn't really give away this little sort of teaser thing for that episode. It doesn't give away too much anyway. But uh, uh, but it's it's out there if you if you want to see it. Um, so there you go. The um, next little bit is Torchwood and its uh, ratings actually for episode two. Um, again, it got oh, the overnight um, viewing figures was was four point four million. Which wasn't too bad. Um, sort of 0.2 million down on the previous week, which was the, the series opener, but that always sort of happens anyway, doesn't it? Yeah. You always get a slight drop off. Um, but the the final ratings uh, for episode one of Torch was, was 6.59 million, which is quite, Good. yeah, it's quite a healthy, it's, sort of, it's Doctor Who figures we're talking about here, isn't it? Yeah. So for uh, as I said for a th- for a Thursday night drama that's actually pretty damn good. So it's uh, well, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens because obviously the episode that's on this week, episode three in the UK, that's one that's uh, sort of caused a little bit of controversy, hasn't it? Mm. With, it with its uh, well, it hasn't been aired yet, and already it's caused controversy. What well, is in, in amongst certain uh, papers? Um, this much talked about edited sex scene, so. We'll yeah. see. We'll see what happens after um, after Thursday night. Let's see if it all goes uh, a little bit uh, pear shaped on the papers Friday morning. Um, actually, talking of which, I actually sort of tweeted today. I um, it was on someone pointed me towards it on the on the uh, Daily Mail website. Um, more or less saying that the, the Daily Mail had... Reported, oh, they've had the thing about Hitler, isn't it? Yes, it? they have. Saving had, Hitler. And... Yeah, and uh, <laughs> one and it said one viewer commented, uh, the Doctor saving... Um, I'm actually I'm paraphrasing it, something, something on the lines of, oh, the Doctor saving Hitler is totally uh, abhorrent and um, uncomprehensible, so, something along those lines. I thought, well, one viewer, what, you've seen it? <laughs> It's nice of Stephen Moffat to come to comment, isn't it? Really? You know, it, it's you, you, this. 
I mean, oh, it's absolute nonsense. It really is. Um, I just can't believe that. I mean, it's just yet again, the Daily Mail's got this agenda um, against Doctor Who at the moment. Um, so it is utter, utter nonsense. But I had to, I had to tweet it just to, you know, bring this absolute crap to everyone's attentions, basically. <laughs> Well, all my, my 12 followers, anyway. Everyone's <laughs> tension. Yeah, I know. The uh, iCraft have even dropped off now. <laughs> <laughs> have they knitted it for you, that phrase? <laughs> no, not knitted. They did a nice little bit of crochet. <laughs> well, they call it cross-stitch or something, isn't it? <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, so... Um, Unless there's anything else to add, Paul, I don't think so. Is there? No, I think it's, it's, it's a bit, bit of a bit of a sort of a quiet, um, quiet news. But obviously, but it's only the first one we've done. It's only since Sunday, since we yeah. lasted the last one. Yeah. <laughs> so there we go. But anyway, well, we managed to stretch that out for nearly fifteen minutes. It's not bad. <laughs> okay then. So um, without further ado, let's, let's bring this sorry part of the, the episode to a close. Uh, that was the news. Right, let's uh, continue with uh, today's show and our review of Torchwood Episode 2, uh, subtitled Rendition. Um, Do you want me to go first you before go- you start waxing lyrical about how much you enjoyed it? Yes, why don't you? Go for it. <laughs> um, oh, I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just jumped right straight in to be, <laughs> to be totally lost for words. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it, this this probably was the sort of build up sort bu- building sort of episode that we thought might one might have been, isn't it? Really? Mm. Yeah. It's just setting the scene, getting everybody in their places, sort of thing. Right. Yeah. Uh, I've, obviously, them two away from the CIA, so they're on the run as much as to make them sort of more of Torchwood than CIA. Yeah, that was definitely the way that that was sort of being directed, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, introducing the other characters, and it's just, yeah, it just sort of treaded water, didn't it? I mean, other than the the poisoning on the plane, there yeah. wasn't really a lot else happening in this. No, that's, I mean, that's what I was going to, um, sort of one of the points I was going to make, it was the, the making of the antidote. On the yeah. plane, it, it did liven up and sort of for me like an otherwise dull and very pedestrian episode. Yeah, although that was one of the things I sort of didn't like because it was just the oh yes no it's it's just so happens you ask this because I've got a room full of doctors who can all answer. Yeah, oh yeah, it was it was very very contrived. It yeah. really was. I mean, that, that um, probably I quite like the idea of yeah, that, but it was just yeah the well it's, it's oh, seen... let's all. I mean, that seemed appears to have um, sort of had, had sort of mi- a mixed response from uh, a lot of people. Well, everyone sort of agreed it was it was fun, but it was just the fact that um, how would um, a stewardess know about the internal mechanics of the aircraft? They don't. They just serve tea and coffee. Yeah, which is true. But okay, we're talking about um, a story that means that no one can die. So I think we should. Um, cut a little bit of slack on the on the fantastical side of things. Um, yeah, it was. It was. I mean, everyone's obviously likened it to MacGyver. Um, yeah, which, I mean, that, that, that yeah, was the it other was. On that was. Yeah, um, 
I also thought that the bit on the plane was also sort of fairly reminiscent of 24 as well. Whether the fact it was sort of like everything was, it, everything was urgent, it's got to be done now. You know, yeah. there was no sort of, uh, well, well, we'll leave that, cut to another scene and come. It was, it was all very, very sort of there, happening in front of you, well, wasn't it? So, well, to be honest, I suppose that was, to a certain extent, the only point which you presume they can do that yeah. with this is that with Jack, because everybody else, as they're pointing out, can just be, there is no urgency anymore. Hmm. Yeah, it was. Uh, I suppose of, to get tension in that was that that was the only way. And yeah, so I think just to prove the point that Jack's now mortal. Yeah, they sort of put that in there. Um, but it, it to me for for the second episode, it just seemed to be a lot of filler. Yeah. Well, they obviously decided they wanted to get so much going in the first episode. Yeah. An action. That there was a point where they had to. What, I say, it, the background, yeah, it, it's build the story at some point, and this episode really became it, didn't it? Yeah, it's um, it, it does sort of fill me with a, with a certain amount of dread, really, because Russell T. Davis is quite famous for sort of building up these stories. Then when it actually comes to the end, he he just runs out of steam. Yeah, and you get this really rushed, and I've, I've, you have to use the word contrived a second time in one, in one podcast, but. Um, you, you do get a very contrived sort of ending, and you have to look at his scripts for Doctor Who, yeah, to see that. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of build up, and and, uh, and it's even to a certain extent it was like that in Children of Earth as well. But I think a lot of people do tend to forget that um, the whole ending as well was very. It sort of came out of nowhere, yeah, um, and that's pretty much Russell T Davis all over. So I hope that this. It, doesn't fall foul of that again, but already you've got the um, a lot of Russell T Davis um, sort of tropes in there. Yeah. So, um, but what what else did you like about before? Because I I I've, I've yet to sort of wax lyrical, as I said. So, um, what what else did you have to think about it? I'd say about it, rather. Um, I mean, there's some good bits. I mean, the fact that they now set down the fact that people are still aging. Hmm. Seems to be interesting. Yeah, because also made a big thing about um, the fact this doesn't affect animals or insects. Yeah. The monkeys and whatever, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Are still, still dying. So. Um, one one can only wonder then that uh, Vivi Section is still alive and kicking in this uh, <laughs> in this particular world. Then. Well, I mean, by the sound of it, there. They're doing it on humans now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Well, they should be doing it to uh, recent release paedophiles, shouldn't they? Uh, like Bill Pullman's character. Yeah, I, I just. Um, it's difficult to know where you're going with that. I mean, that was just that again. I think was too the sudden all oh, turnaround of everybody. Yeah, I think that obviously this week they're trying to flesh his character out a bit more. Yeah. Um, I'm still not... Um, I, sp- I wouldn't have thought just breaking down like that on one show would have well, I think, thought about... Yeah, I, I think you sort of have to believe, is this genuine genuine remorse on his part or is it just yeah. another ploy by, mm. a, no, a, no, by no, an no, extremely no, devious can, man? You know, I can, see, I can see that would be the character. But suddenly, to the every, the, you know, most people are saying, oh, forgive him because he's done... 
Mm, not sure. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll come back to that because I, I do have some more to say about that particular scene. Um, but what I'm going to say, what I was going to say at the moment, um, I still can't quite understand the sort of the, the level of admiration at the moment for Bill Pullman. He hasn't really done anything. Okay, he's had, he's had some more dialogue this week, but again, I wouldn't say it was an outstanding performance. Everyone seems to be getting quite wrapped up in this this character, um, saying he's extremely creepy. I haven't found that at all. I mean, as you, I said last week, I thought I found that character to be very over the top, and uh, it was just like a big old chunk of ham. Really, wasn't quite yeah. so, wasn't quite so bad this week. But yeah, I mean, he's had a bit more. Oh, I thought, I thought, no, I quite enjoy his performance actually. I'm, no, I'm not, not. I'm not convinced at the moment. I really am not convinced. Um, I mean, I suspect this may be another case, as, as in we've had with um, certain episodes of Doctor Who being hyped up before you see them, mm. and then you think to yourself, "Well, that wasn't that good." But I suspect if you came to it without the hype or the prior knowledge. Yeah, I think this is after after problem at the moment because um, every everyone is just talking about how um, sort of what how great this series is, um, and I've, you know everyone's been sort of critical about it. But, you know, there's not you know there are everyone has found some good and some bad in it. Yeah. Um, but it, I, mean, I mean, do you think at the moment it's sort of like sort of the emperor's new clothes? It's difficult to say. It's just too early. I mean, the first episode I thought was very good. This one is just effectively filling in the gaps so far. Mm. And it's going to have to do that with ten episodes. It can't all be... No, it can't, exactly. Um, chasing rounds. No. I mean, there was almost a case, because I, I suspected both of us was going um, to, say, be under... Um, impressed by this episode mm. to have said shall we having done mm. the podcast the commentary one this weekend was it worth leaving it for a till we doing two and three together to see whether yeah whether it balanced it out or yeah not. that's right um, um but no i mean there was, there was always going to be there was always going to have to be a builder i mean when you just think really what happened in this is it it was the whole length this epi- whole episode was just the length of the plane trip wasn't it Basically, yeah, it was. Um, and it started with them being dragged on board the plane and ended with them driving off at the airport. Yeah. And um, not a lot else happened elsewhere. You had her at the doctor's convention thing and him on the him on the uh, interview. Yeah, that that was about it really, wasn't it? Yeah. There's, there's not a lot of um not a lot of content to it. And obviously, it's, it's now, the way it ended, it set the rest of the story up for the Torchwood, the Torchwood 2, and uh, yeah, the the, uh, the two CIA people um, to be uh, on the run together. Yeah. As it were. So, um, it's actually quite, um, it, it says something for me, um, the fact I can't actually remember half the characters' names. It hasn't quite sunk in with me yet. To be honest, I, was, I can remember obviously the Rex Matheson and Gwen and um, and Jack and 
Oswald Danes, obviously, but I can't yeah. remember the, the the blonde CIA girl's name. I can't remember her character's name at all. Esther. Esther. That's it. Yeah, I just can't remember it. It's just not sticking in my mind, mind at the moment. Um, uh. it, it's just the. Well, I, I'll, let you, I'll let you continue because before I before I get going. <laughs> yeah, I. No, it's just that. It, it, no, I, just, I, I really did just not a lot happened in this, no. to be honest. No. I mean, you, I mean, certainly if you took out the poisoning, there would have been absolutely no action in this at all. No, that's it. The closest you'd have got to action was her, was she going to get out of the car park or not? Yeah, that was it, yeah. Um, that was the only other action that was in this. Yeah, it was It was just a... I don't, as you say, during a 10-episode run, you've got to have the quieter, um, the quieter episodes. Yeah, but I think to do that in episode two was a mistake, mm. really, because you you sort of set it all up as being quite exciting in episode one. And you get and you say you get to this week and it just sort of petered out into nothingness, really. Yeah, um, and then sort of picked yeah, I mean, up a little bit at the end. Actually, thinking back, the advantage Children of Earth had mm. was the fact that because the episodes were thick and coming thick and fast, if there was a slightly quiet episode in that yeah you didn't really have time to sit and think about it before you saw the next one yeah yeah i suppose that was the we've now had a week to to ponder yeah to mull it over Mm. as it were yeah um especially by the time we've done this we've had a week (laughs) well exactly we're gonna have a couple of weeks by the end of august to mull it over yeah Oh, God, if there's no action in those, then oh, you, you, you would I mean, hope... I'd give that podcast a miss if I was Yeah, same here, actually. Um, yeah, I, I've I've got to be perfectly honest. I only watched this episode once um, right. when it went out on Thursday. How many times have you watched it? Oh, seven or eight, no. Um, <laughs> I did watch it again uh, yesterday. Right, okay. Just to... Reminded myself, refresh your memory. Yeah, Um, I have to be perfectly honest. I didn't watch it again because I didn't want to watch it again. Um, I absolutely hated it. I, I just, I, I despise it. She was going to say, yes, I, I I was actually so wound up watching that episode. the, the the only time it sort of came to life really was was on the plane. Yeah. Every time it cut to Gwen and Jack, it came to life. Um, I'm just not. I'm finding all the um, in that particular episode anyway. The performances, yeah. a lot of the actors, absolutely dreadful. Um, if I start with the Oswald Danes interview, um, the the actor playing the the interviewer. Yeah. And he, he's acting in that, which is bloody awful. I mean, I, I don't know if he's actually watched anyone interview anybody in his life. It's like he's just reading his lines off of an idiot board. You'll probably find he has his own show on. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's probably it. Um, he was terrible. It was, it was, it was, it was just acting. He's not acting at all. That is his day job. <laughs> God, God, it was terrible. I mean, I don't know if those sort of um, road wrote the part to be some sort of hard-hitting um, interviewer, um, you know, well-respected yeah. and, and whatever, but um, he, this guy just couldn't act his way out of a wet paper bag. It was terrible. 
it was absolutely terrible. Um, it was probably made Bill Paul look even better. And I wasn't particularly blown away by by him, but he he, <laughs> he certainly showed what what acting was to that guy. It, it was I just thought he was terrible. Um, I'm also finding Rex Matheson extremely annoying. Yeah, but I think he's meant to be. I think he's meant to be, but I think you're supposed to not like him, and then suddenly. Yeah, but if he like, can, but he's if he, actually not the bad guy. Yeah, but if he continues acting like that, and obviously we, we keep a, uh, we try and keep a clean tag on our podcast. I'm not going to say what I what I um, think he's acting like, um, but you're supposed to be rooting for this person. See, I'm not. I'm sure you're supposed to be at this point. Well, yeah. So, I, so no, we we sort of touched that last week, but um, he's just such a jerk. <laughs> Yeah, you know, but like uh, I say, I think he's meant to be. I think that that is exactly he's supposed to be. Actually, um, I don't know. Not the you're not meant to to like him. I think you're supposed to, you are supposed to think to feel that he's the enemy, and the yeah. sympathy isn't meant there for him being set up either. Yeah, but it's, it's also the fact that he's he's meant to you obviously sort of led to believe he's like a top CIA agent, um, and he's acting like a complete burke all the time, which he has done um, since the beginning. I'm surprised he sort of never gets out from behind his desk. You know, it, it was it was absolutely. I just I just I'm just not buying into the character at the moment. I, I really am not. Um, and likewise with the, I know it's only her what one appearance so far. The um, Jilly Kitsinger character, yeah, the redhead. Um, yeah, I just thought that was an extremely annoying performance from the actress. I know they're supposed to be like at the moment. You're not too sure what she's doing, uh, but I just found yeah. I just found that it, I know she might be playing like a PR um, person. She's playing an annoying person. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I, I, I just found her annoying, rather than the character. And there was just something about there was something about this whole episode was completely off kilter to me. The whole the whole thing just wound me up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I that's the thing. I just didn't want to watch so it. So you've got the seasons season five box set down off the shelf. <laughs> yeah, carry, I'll, I'll carry the retrospective. You can. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing two halves. Yeah, that's it. No, I, I just really didn't like it at all um as i said the only time it sort of came to life um for me was when it was on the plane with gwen and jack yeah um i, I mean i liked i liked the little um the constant references to the um the air steward being yeah. gay um and i just thought that it was it would i just thought it was nicely done it was just the fact that everybody there including gwen and jack who were supposed to be a bit more in? I mean, obviously, in Gwen knowing Jack and Jack being Jack, um, they would, yeah. you know, expect them to be a bit more enlightened. But they just yeah. assumed that he was gay because he was an air steward. I just found that quite funny. Um, even though he did admit that the end, well, it was only once. Although I don't know if you're you know, led but... to believe that Jack actually can tell. <laughs> well, I know at the time he was technically dying, so maybe he had other things on his mind. But <laughs> yeah. no, no. But I mean, actually, that you know. 
whether he thought there was an attraction there or something. Yeah, like. I don't know. I don't know. It's um... although I think he suspects his character is that he feels that about anything that breathes. Yeah. Well, it usually is with Jack, isn't it? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything with a pulse, he'll uh, he'll sleep with it. Um, but yeah, it's. Um, but actually, the other thing as well with and they've the... had to drop that in, of course, because we're all sort of taking it. If this is going out in American, if American people are watching, this is the first thing they've seen of Torchwood, of course. Yeah, they won't necessarily know of Jack's sexuality. Well. Um... He did make mention of it this week, though, didn't he? Because yes, he talked about, about the boyfriend, the, the boyfriend who took the arsenic. Yeah, yeah. So you think there's actually they've got they've started dropping these references in now? Yeah, to to uh, soften the blow for actually, I, I don't, I haven't heard of any. Um, I was going to say soften the blow for the third episode, um, but as far as I'm aware, there hasn't been any sort of complaints about it. As far as I'm aware, no. About episode three, I don't. I've, I've certainly haven't sort of come across anything on Twitter or any of the sort of the news pages. Oh, fortunately, we live in enlightened times. Yes, we do. Indeed, we do. Um, um, well, I think I think that thing though. I think that was the the thing. But I that think, yeah, that was just worried. trying to lead it in. So suddenly, yeah. you just didn't turn up in bed with somebody. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think it, it was. Mind you, I thought it, w- it would have been a problem, considering what, what we hear about American television, it's very conservative, a lot more conservative yeah. than it is over here. Um, but I think that since the advent of cable television and things like HBO and now Stars as well... Yeah, um, I mean, Stars tends to have had stuff, haven't they? I mean, even yeah. the... the um, whatever it was, Spartacus or whatever. It yeah, the, yeah, Blood and Sand, yeah, yeah. Which was extremely graphic. Yeah, but um, that also had... Well, that was almost over. That was almost over the top, cartoony violence. I, I, yeah. I, I must have. I've only no, seen so the odd bit here, that. and there. it just didn't really appeal to me. But um, yeah, it, it was extremely over the OTT. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, so I don't think the average viewer to stars is going to be particularly shocked. By no, it. that's right. Um, but unfortunately, your average BBC. Viewer is yes. is yes. Um, even though they probably, well, I mean, if you've got if you've got, you know, if they're getting managing to get Daily Mail managing to get quotes <laughs> about a show that has a program that nobody's seen. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. This is this is the whole thing. They'll, they'll just whip up some sort of controversy yeah. just for the sake of it. Um, yeah, and there's nothing there. Yeah. You know, they're, they're make, trying to make. And it a, may be that the BBC just feel, oh, if we show it, that'd be that'd be all the talking point. Well, exactly. We want that to be that. We want people to. Yeah, I think after the um, now that they've said, you know, they can't show anything that graphic after the watershed. Um, but I think ever since the um, Saxgate scandal, hmm. they the BBC has been running scared of what's going to happen next because. A lot of the people that complained about Saxgate never even heard the bloody broadcast. No. Um, yeah, it's one of those things where there was two complaints, weren't there? Yeah. Until and all of a sudden you got a week 30- later when someone wrote it up in the paper. Yeah, and all of a sudden there were 33,000 people complaining. Yeah. Um, who had never actually listened to it. No. It's that whole... I had to actually go and seek out iPlayer. Yeah, and it's, it's this whole thing about being... Yeah, it's this whole thing about being... Um, 
offended on someone else's behalf yeah. is absolute nonsense. But unfortunately, that's the way it can it can yeah. actually go. I mean, we're, we're digressing a bit now, but um, that can actually happen uh, with sort of disciplinary stuff in the workplace. Yeah. Um, if you hear someone making a, I don't know, like a, a, a comment about a colleague... You can be offended, basically, on their behalf and make a complaint about them. Even though the person involved who's been spoken about hasn't said a thing, that they can, this, the person who made the comment can still be dragged over the coals, which I find ridiculous. Well, we have that with this, don't you? I mean, it's, I had to make you know, a complaint about... It's been disciplined you, by proxy. made about ridiculous. Tony, didn't I? Yes, indeed, yes. <laughs> and we disciplined Tony for it. <laughs> <laughs> We've banned him from this podcast. Yes. <laughs> he was so eager to do it. Oh, yes. Um, anyway, back onto back on to Torchwood. Torchwood. Back on to Torchwood. Um, yes, what do we get up to? Yes, the um, the aircraft scene. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, so that, that sort of livened it up quite a bit. Um, also I mean, to be fair, that was, that was a large part of it. It was. It's just the was fact when it, when it wasn't on the aircraft... Yeah. It annoyed that I didn't enjoy it at all. I really didn't. Yeah, everything else was just everything else is just background. I mean, it's it's introducing the her. It's giving a bit more airtime to Oswald Danes. Yeah, it's, it's sort of I don't know the the doctor's thing. I don't know whether that's going to be going anywhere as far as um. In terms of that, or whether that was just contrived, just so that they'd all be together for the cure. To... Yeah, the whole sort of the whole thing about. I mean, like I said that the, the making the cure thing was fun, but how they got the cure, yeah, again was very contrived. You just so happened to wander into a um, healthcare conference, um, and she had all those other professionals around her to. Help yeah. with the antidote. That's the thing, actually. She's yeah. mining the so stretched at the hospital, and then she goes off. Yeah, she buggers off to a health <laughs> to a conference. conference. Yeah, to the, to the conference thing, which I suppose was to put her was was originally she was going there to speak to say, look, you know, we're being swamped on the on, on the ground here, and what are you doing here talking? And she ended up talking. In a, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you can't beat them, join them. That was and obviously the. The PR woman, um, I think, is going to come more, isn't it? Because it's going to—I think the company she works for is going to be, yeah, more um, Yeah, there's there's obviously I, I, at the moment I don't know what the what the connection is. And there's obviously something yeah. to do with getting that stockpile of drugs as well, because mm. that seemed to be too. Not but it was just it was just the thing. Why? How it's sort of at the moment. I'm, I don't. I'm hoping this will be explained, but. You know, as, as I was sort of saying, no, there was this sort of supposed to be this air of mystery around her where she happened to appear at the TV studios at the right moment yeah. and she also yeah. appeared at the health conference yeah. at the right moment as well. Um, but the trouble is, I, I, as I said, I, I found the performance so annoying. Uh, right now, I don't care. <laughs> 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 I, re- I Honestly, I really didn't like it. Um one last thing as well, which really um, sort of annoyed me, and also made me despair as well, was the um, 
the effect of the CIA agent with a broken neck. Yeah. That I mean, that that walking backwards effect looked abs- it was spectacularly bad. Yeah, I mean, you actually wondered why they bothered with that, really, yeah. didn't you? It, it's, it really didn't need it at that point. No. Um, um, and it's, it's a plus the fact that how the hell did she get ahead of them yeah, in the middle this, of the road? This, this is my thoughts on that. Was There they were, yeah. They was running at full pelt. She's staggering backwards on high heels. Yeah. And she cuts out to the car park before them. Was there anyone else noticing? Yeah. Well, I don't know stopping and going, are you all right? <laughs> I don't know why it led me to the thinking about the comment about that uh, Ginger Rogers was a better dancer than Fred Astaire's because she'd do everything he did but backwards and in high heels. Yeah. <laughs> so, so obviously she was a better agent than Rex Max. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, it's that whole thing. If, if you can't do um, an effect justice, yeah. you, sh- you shouldn't do it at all. Because it wasn't, you don't think. I mean, here's the fact, actually. And the minute then they drove off, she just collapsed. Exactly. <laughs> it wasn't even as if then, you know, it there was, like, was any, it, anything actually happening. It was like one of those, those cliched war movies, wasn't it? Sort of like the, the I mean, bloke, I thought, actually, the, the whole point that was going to be, they was going to drive, he was going to tell her to, to hit her because she's already dead. Yeah. Effectively, so you can't do any more damage to her. I thought that was actually what, what the thing was going to be, was so the fact just, that yeah, this was a... just rubbing it in that, look, the dead are still walking. And but they just said, I'll just drive round her. Yeah. So it just seemed to defeat, totally defeat. Their getaway, really, didn't it? Yeah, or the objects of her being there. I just, just could not understand how what's the what the thing was with that. I mean, they, they've established that the, the dead aren't, no matter, no matter how badly injured people are, they don't die. Yeah. So... Why do it? Yeah, I know. It was, um, yeah, it, it was just really, really poorly executed. I mean, I, 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 I do fear for the rest of the series after this episode because I, I just thought that after, a, to me, a very, very good opening episode, it still, I mean, it still had its faults, but as an open episode, it was very good. The way they did it was very good. I thought this episode was uh, a sharp dip in quality. So I suspect, soon as well. Sound of it, you're not going to watch episode three unless the writer and the director are interviewed and keep going. Oh, we're so sorry. <laughs> yes, I'll demand an apology. Damn it! <laughs> oh dear! No. A picture of your of your angry face on the screen behind. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I just absolutely hated it, mate. Absolutely hated it. Um, yeah, never again. <laughs> I don't want to see an episode like that never again. It, I, I mean, for me not to to be able to find it in me to watch it a second time. Yeah, I must have found it really bad. <laughs> this is a man who watched Victory. Victory, Victory of the, the Dalek. Daleks. I know. Um, <laughs> is it, no, I, honestly, I think you even admitted to watching Fear Her more than once. I know. Um, but the the thing is, though, what I've I've mellowed towards Fear Her, um, but I I don't. I, I don't. It's going to take me a long, long time to mellow towards this ep- to this episode of Torchwood. Uh, I mean, it just depends on how much the the scenes they've what they've done in this, what the, the, the filling bits they've done in this, how much importance they are into the story, isn't it? Yeah. If, oh, then obviously, a lot of it will make more sense later. Yeah. It's yeah. I don't. It's just it just was a, a sort of nothing episode. You feel actually you could have missed this episode. 
and you just, you don't know yet naturally I suspect from this it might not it be that make much difference oh, sorry, I'll get his words out in a minute might not make that much difference to your enjoyment of the rest of the series. Well, exactly. I was, I was beginning to wonder whether you could, as you see, just skip this episode, just start watching episode three when it does it previously on Torchwood. Yeah. And just watch the... the that's all you need to see, really, yeah, for this episode. That's, the, that's the, the box set tip from us. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Just watch the previously on Torchwood. And that's all you need to see for this episode. Uh, honestly, there was nothing to miss here at all. Um, I find out there is something very, very key in this episode. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, actually, I, I suppose the only the only real key thing is that the um, now you've got um, Rex and um, Esther. Yeah. Now on the run as well, and basically it's their boss who's sort of he's taking orders from yeah. some higher authority. Um, yeah. Whatever that spinning it seems to be outside of the CIA. Yeah. Um, whatever that spinning triangle was on his mobile phone. Yeah. Whether that was, are we, are we able to assume that's um, alien intelligence or something else? Who knows? Um, but again, there should have been more of that. If you're gonna, if you're gonna, have... <laughs> or he got a free gift when he went to the Tron Legacy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that, that's 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 my, my my main complaint, really. If you're gonna have a quiet episode, yeah, you need more of that kind of thing. You need more of that setup. You need yeah. more of the mystery. To get you talking, but there wasn't enough of that. Yeah, they just filled it up with annoying characters. For, for, to my point of view, anyway, I, I know there's uh, people out there who actually love this episode, and I will never ever agree with them on that at all. Never. So the <laughs> di- you know, um, with my last dying breath, I will never ever agree <laughs> on liking this episode ever. I can see that now on your grave. He never liked episode two. He never liked rendition. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad I'd gone. I can never watch it again. Indeed. In fact, I demand that episode be buried ahead of me. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, that's... um... Yeah, I think be placed into your coffin, stomach down, with your head facing up. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Sorry, that's a bit more. Where is moving? Charles, I'll beat the hearse there, though. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, according to this universe, someone with a broken neck walking backwards can <laughs> to get to the other side of the airport for anyone else. No, it, it, I, it, it was just so many. Um, Okay, I know it's 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 science fiction, and you know you're not supposed to believe these things, but it's um, it's it just silly little things like that. I thought, well, how the hell did no, she no, get there? Yeah, you know, it was you probably wouldn't even have thought about it. It's only factually because it was such a rubbish special effect. It was. It was. T- I just couldn't believe yeah. how bad. I thought, who actually gave that the okay? And then you just thought to yourself, and what did it add? You know, Nothing. you come standing and thinking, God, look, we've got an impasse in the story here. It really needs this character to do this. Yeah. But the effects haven't quite come out as we wanted to, but we're just going to go with them, otherwise the story doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean... Because it's sort of accepted that they had to do that, but that just did not do anything. I mean, if, if they were going to bring... Unless a... it's going to be a reoccurring thing. Well, I was going to say... Every, it... time someone, every time someone's in a ru- sprinting off somewhere, <laughs> she's catching them up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think unless she's beaten them to it, beaten them to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it was just I thought. Well, if it, 
as you say, if you're going to use this as a recurring character, they'd have to bring her right in at the end of the, end of the episode. No. They could have just put it was, her in. was the fact that she collapsed as well. Yeah, I know. Oh, it was oh, it was just utter was nonsense. Just... Utter nonsense, it really was. Um, but I thought, as I say, if you're going to bring her back, bring her back in a couple of episodes' time. Yeah. Like someone opens up a door and she's standing yeah. the other side with a neck brace on or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that's all it needed. Yeah. Um, just not that ridiculous. I think that would have had more of an effect. Really. I, know, I suppose you know that she can't die. Yeah. And they showed you as much because she was still sort of moving, trying to move yeah. her head while she was on the, the floor. They actually showed that she was still alive. Yeah. So. They didn't need to do that bit at the end. It was just, I think it was just there for shock value, but the only thing that was shocking about it was the poor effects. Actually, the thing that I liked, actually, was when, he was, when she was fighting him just before he broke her neck, mm. was the fact that she was going to try and hit his wound. Yeah. I thought that was quite good and quite logical in that was... terms of that as being... A... <laughs> yeah, that's probably the only logical thing about it, really, wasn't yeah, it? <laughs> it was. And it went from that being actually <clears throat> such a... You'd thought of a real, what would happen in a real-life situation there. It's actually just the... Yeah, yeah, that would probably help you go for the weakest point, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh dear! No, there was. Um, unfortunately, I can't find anything else to say about this episode. I really can't. I, I just hated it. So I'm so f- filled with um, <laughs> sort of furious anger to quote Pulp Fiction. <laughs> okay, perhaps yeah, we should I'll, just leave it there. Maybe sure. Unless you've got something else that I've missed. Um. No, because I think if you think if I remind you of anything else at the moment, <laughs> you, might, you might explode. <laughs> Who says I haven't already? <laughs> no, so, it's, uh... I don't know. Yeah, that's, yeah, I mean, to me, it's just it's just really not registered much. Really, I could no. have, you know. I, I must admit, I'm not. I, after this episode, I'm now no longer looking forward to episode three quite as much as I was looking forward to episode two. Um. I probably am, just on the basis that you think, right, so they've had a filler episode, so the next one's now got to start moving again. Yeah, it's got to start picking up. That's that. That's sort of where why I'm looking forward to three, but not yeah, not because I can't wait to see how, how they move on from two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the only sort of thing I, I know we've got... Um, we've got Ernie Hudson from uh, Ghostbusters to arrive in it. Yeah. Um, John Delancey, Q from Star Trek Next Generation. Mm. Um, and C. Thomas Howe. Do you remember him? Uh, not off the top of my head. Um, he was in some of these sort of couple of the Brat Pack movies from the 80s. Right. right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no not, not even now you say it. <laughs> and, now, and, and do you also remember that extremely racially offensive film Soul Man? Where he he blacked up his character blacked up to get a place in college. No, I didn't say that. No, no, I haven't seen it either. Um, again, it didn't really appeal to me. But yeah, that's I don't know. Is that his most famous film? I suppose. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. There you go. So <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, but he's also appeared in a couple of they sort of you know when um, Steven Spielberg's War of the Worlds came out in the cinema. Yeah. Well, you had two rival productions um, going here. One starred C. Thomas Howe, which also um, 
it basically went to direct to DVD, yeah. um, which again was set in present day America. Um, but then there was a, a third production, um, which was so spectacularly bad. You thought the walking backwards effect was poor. Uh, you haven't seen anything. I'd, I'd say look up Pen look on YouTube. Look up Pendragon Pictures, War of the Worlds, and how this guy thought he was ever going to get this released in the cinema. I mean, he must have a, a, an enormous sense of self worth. He really must have done. But it was uh, give me his due. He tried to do the entire novel set in Victorian um, England, right? But the countryside was quite obviously California. Um, and Victorian England was, I think, was obviously rendered um, using Windows ninety five. I think actually it was, yeah. You, I mean, you've got to give him some sort of curious for, for even attempting it, to be honest. But no, it was pretty terrible. He was even trying to build his lead actor up as the new Al Pacino. Um, well, if it was, it was the new Al Pacino with an incredibly false-looking moustache. So, <laughs> so. Again, we've gone completely off topic, but I, I, re- I recommend you just try and look. If you fancy a laugh, if you fancy- <laughs> what you're trying to say is if that was even you'd even enjoy that more than you'd have enjoyed. I would episode. actually. If you if you if you hated this episode of Torch as much as I did, cheer yourself up. Have a look at that on Torchwood. You'll feel a lot better about yourself. I won't feel quite so dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 Indeed. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, so, I, think, I, think, I think think we do need to end here. I think we? we do need to end it. Indeed we do. So, um, we will be back um, this weekend uh, in our usual um, time slot of, of Sunday um, with our review of episode three of Torchwood. Um, hopefully I'll find a little bit more to enjoy this week. Um, I bet you our roles are reversed. I'll love that's, it, you'll that's, hate that's, it. That's how it. That's how it usually went, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, not not that I actually can say I like this one. Um, it just it was just a nothing episode. So it was, yeah, it was a. Um, you found it sort of meh. Mm. I found it hateful. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Ah, oh, that's what opinions are all about. They're mm. all they're all worthless at the end of the day, aren't they? <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Okay then. So until Sunday. Um, it is goodbye from me, Phil. And goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye. Yes, <coughs> no. <coughs> 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 For Christmas across the Irish Sea. I'm walking backwards for Christmas. It's the only thing for me. I've tried walking sideways and walking to the front, but people just look at me and say it's a publicity stunt. I'm walking backwards for Christmas to prove that I. If you want to leave any feedback about the Who's He podcast or about Doctor Who in general, please visit our website, which is www.whos-he.co.uk, or you can follow us on Twitter by searching username 
Poos underscore he underscore podcast.